Hey guys, it's Dominique here, and I'm here with another episode of the Wise Words Podcast. Now, um, this episode is, I'm going to tell you, going to be short, it's going to be brief. Um, because last week, I was actually not feeling the best. And so if you hear this sniffling or something, it's just my sinuses. Um, I actually do feel better. So last Sunday... I couldn't record at all because I didn't have a voice. Like I completely went hoarse, you guys. And even when I would talk, it was a lot of clearing my throat. Um, I would go into a coughing fit if I talked for too long. So first, just thanking God that I am healed now and that I do have my voice back and I am able to, you know, do an episode today. Now. This episode is kind of reflecting back on stuff that's been happening, right? So for those that don't know, there was a killing of a young man here in Memphis, Tennessee, Tyree Nichols. And honestly... When I first heard, you know, because this happened like January, I want to say January 10th. It happened like early January. So when I first heard that it happened, I just want to say that a lot of us are probably in the same boat where we are desensitized to this stuff, which is really unhealthy. And it's very sad. And it shows how pitiful America is when it comes to stuff like this. It almost happens. I feel like every year there's one, there's always a new case. There's always a new, you know, instance of police brutality ending up in another black man losing his life. It's never nobody, you know, a different race. It's always a black man, which is the pitiful part. It's the scary part. It's always a black man. And so when I first heard it, you know, me being desensitized, I was sad. And at the same time, I was like, well, you know what? I just hope that justice is served. I hope that the racist officer who did it, because again, when I first heard about it, no names of the officers have been released or anything. Pictures, none of that. I said, I hope that the racist, you know, people who did this to him are, you know, charged and justice is brought up. Last week, or I think a little bit at that weekend before, when the pictures were revealed and it was black officers. I want to say my level of disgust was like heightened to its to the max capacity, like. I was completely enraged and disgusted because it's one thing to suffer at the hands of a police, you know. This is a lot of reasons why a lot of us have feelings like this against police, against anyone of authority. You know, anybody who knows me personally, I have very strong feelings about the judicial system as a whole. I feel like it's not, you know, meant to be for us. It's not meant to, you know, help us or save us. It's not meant to help a lot of people, not just black people, but even, you know, women in domestic violence situations who are, you know, trying to run away from offenders, people who hurt them. And instead they have to go to court and be gaslighted and treated horribly, even though they've already endured enough abuse and trauma in itself. So I already don't like the police, but now to see that it was five black men who did this to this young man was like mind blowing. I was done. 
I think that my desensitization had reached a cap and I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm numb. I'm completely numb at this point because you're supposed to feel comforted when you see somebody who looks like you in that position. You're supposed to feel okay. Like, <clears throat> you know, ain't nothing going to happen to me. You know, I'm going to be able to get home. They look like me. They understand that I'm probably anxious already that I'm getting pulled over. Because we know how this usually goes. And instead, he, Tyree, loses his life to five people that look like him. It is really disheartening. It's really, you know, sad. It's really sad. And a lot of emotions that I have felt in the aftermath of all of this is disgust, anger, grief grieving for his mother his you know family who have to endure this so friday they released the video the body cam footage of his you know basically of his death i mean and i think that that's one thing that i also feel like this country is just how is this normalized how is it normal to watch somebody die on video because that's what's happening you're not watching the beating of someone. You're watching someone get beat to death. You are watching a killing. You're watching a murder. Not a movie. A real life heinous murder. I don't want to watch somebody get murdered. Which is why I didn't watch the video. Which is why I'm not going to watch the video. Which is why I will never watch anything that has to deal with somebody losing their life. Because that is very sadistic in my opinion. I'm not calling anybody who watched it a sadist. I'm not saying that you, you know, you got some screws loose or whatever, but I just can't do it. In good faith and good conscience, I can't watch somebody die on my phone. Casually at that. And a lot of stuff is coming out now about these five officers. They were also members of, you know, a D9 organization, which I hate that they were even careless and did not even you know, consider how they would make their own organization look that they wore the paraphernalia in the video while they were, you know, on duty. This is something that you should wear with pride. This is something you should be proud of. And instead, you're wearing it while you're doing something that's so sickening and disgusting. Just shows how much what they think, you know. There are people who, when they get power, it is a dangerous drug. It is... It's, it's dangerous. It's like loving money. Loving money and loving power, I feel like, will lead you into some very, very dangerous spaces. Spaces that you probably didn't even think you would see yourself in. And as Christians, I know a lot of us, you know, are probably in this really conflicted space right now. It's like, yeah, we want to, you know, we want to pray. We want to, you know ask God for understanding ask God for you know peace but some of us are mad you know that this injustice keeps happening and the fact that it happened at the hands of people who we thought were supposed to be on our side not police black people just in general a black person most black people get into the force some have the right mindset and motivation that they're trying to be the change that they want to see in the force and then there are some 
like I said, who you give that power to and it becomes just this dangerous asset to where they will abuse it at the hands of, you know, this is somebody who looks like me and I'm still going to treat them horribly because they're beneath me and that in itself is horrible. What's even more disheartening is that now there are other, um, you know, allegations and things coming out about that whole police unit itself, you know, Scorpion. <clears throat> and personally, I hope that this it's disbanded. Yes, it's been deactivated, but the person who's in charge of it, CJ Davis, I hope that she goes down for it too. Because if she was getting complaints this whole time and did not do anything and turned a blind eye to it, her deactivating it now is just her saving her own butt, but she needs to face justice as well. She needs to be charged. Everybody involved needs to be charged because there's no way that we can live in a world and these are people who we're teaching children are supposed to protect and serve us and they're killing us. That is not okay. So yeah, a lot of Christians may feel in this really conflicted space of, I want to, you know, do the right thing and pray for those who persecute us because that's what scripture says, but I'm angry and we're tired of being persecuted. We're tired of watching the persecutions happen. This whole point of this episode, one, I want to validate Christians who are feeling that way, who are in this conflicted space. There is nothing wrong with your anger. And don't let anyone tell you that you you don't have a right to be angry, that you shouldn't be angry. You should pray instead. You can be angry. You can be scared, especially if you are a parent of a black child. If you're a parent who, you know, is afraid, what if this happens to my kid? What if my kid has to suffer this abuse? You know, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be disgusted. You have a right to feel everything that you feel. What I don't want is for the whole Christian community to be so stuck. Because, yes, we should pray. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray either. We definitely should continue to pray in moments like this. We definitely should seek God's face and guidance and wisdom in moments like this. However, we don't need to discount the feelings of the experience because the reality of the experience is this has to stop. We've had enough. We don't want to keep being desensitized to stuff like this to where we just go about our day-to-day life and say, yeah, I'm used to it. We shouldn't be used to this. This should not be the norm of the black experience in America, but it is. It has been since Trayvon Martin. This has been our norm and Who's okay with that? I'm not okay with that. And as a Christian, I don't mind praying for my enemies. I don't mind praying for those who I may have some general feelings of hate towards. I would be lying if I, you know, sat here and said that I didn't have a little bit of animosity or hate towards those men. There is a part of me. And yes, I do ask that the Lord remove that from my heart. However, I'm going to be transparent and be honest about it. I'm not going to lie. God can't, you know, bless who we pretend to be. He can only bless who we truly are. We have to learn how to be authentic and transparent in his eyes, you know, in his sight. Being honest and transparent with one another. And we don't need to, you know, make Christians feel chastised because they're anger, because they're angry, you know, and because of their anger and because of, you know, the experiences that we have had to see happen with this whole Tyree, Tyree Nichols situation. What we need to do is validate one another. Pray for one another. You know, 
Ask God if you somebody like me that's struggling with that hate in your heart. Ask God to remove it. Ask him like, hey, I need help. Because that's what I've had to do. Like, I need help with this. This is hard. It's really hard not to walk around with a chip on our shoulder when this stuff keeps happening. And you would think that justice is served, okay, and it can stop happening. But justice ain't been served because it keeps happening. It hasn't been stopped. And what is the solution? I don't know. I'm not even going to sit here and tell y'all, like, I know the solution. I know the plan. Got to take a drink of water, guys. Hold on. Okay. I'm not going to tell y'all that I know the solution, that I know the plan to stop all of this. Because I don't. Not at all. However, I do know that we Christians get put in this really, you know, tight space of, yeah, we're supposed to turn the other cheek like Jesus did. However, Jesus got angry, you know. He gave us these emotions as messengers. They're not supposed to keep us crippled from really talking about this experience and getting help for this experience, which is going to be my last point other than, you know, validate each other and pray for each other but get help if you're someone who feels like you're so desensitized to the point where you're like man this just keeps happening and i'm not it doesn't even bother me anymore and you don't like that go seek professional help go see a therapist you know start a group start a group where you know black people can come together and heal through this tragedy in a safe space where we can talk about our frustration and our anger Try to think of ways to, you know, be the solution in your own capacity, what you are able to do, what you are capable of doing. But don't invalidate each other. Don't let's not invalidate one another of like, you know, let that anger go. You can't tell, you know, us to let this go. This is something that is heinous. This is something that is really despicable and disgusting. Like this is a whole nother level of betrayal. That we as black people are experiencing right now because of this whole situation. And it's a bigger, you know, impact of loss. This young man lost his life. He shouldn't have lost his life. And he lost his life at the hands of people who look like him. Who he thought was on his side and were against him. Pray for his family. Please keep his family in prayer. No family should have to endure this. Especially videos of their child circulating through the internet as if they weren't a human being. As if they didn't live a life and had a name. People are just sharing it like it's nothing. You know. His murder is just being watched over and over and over again. That part I hate. That's why I hate that they even released the footage. Because I'm like, who just wants to sit and watch a murder? happening pray for his family pray for you know our country as a whole i do appreciate pastors who intercede on behalf of of america each time they pray because we need that we we need that guys we got to keep praying but we also got to validate and we also got to validate one another don't invalidate your brother or sister's experience just because you feel like that anger is getting in the way of them praying sometimes we have to process that stuff before we can go before you know, God in prayer. Sometimes we do have to, like you said, creating us a clean heart. Ask God to remove that anger and go seek help. If you feel like this is something that is, you know, crippling you, is crippling your mind. If you feel like you're scared now, you're a young black man and you're afraid to drive at night in Memphis because you don't know who you'll encounter. If you'll be next. 
My thoughts and prayers are with the family of Tyree Nichols. My thoughts and prayers are with the city of Memphis as a whole. My thoughts and prayers are just with America in general, with the black community, with us Christians who are trying our best, trying our best to keep praying, even though we are experiencing these really strong, you know, feelings. Please, guys, seek help and take care of yourselves. Please continue to pray. Pray every day. Like the word says, you know, in First Thessalonians, never stop praying. Never stop praying. Okay, continue to pray. And I hope that you guys, you know, after listening to this episode, we'll continue to validate each other in our experiences because everybody's perspective is valid. Some of us are hurt. Some of us are angry. Some of us are numb. And all of it's valid. And we have to practice validating one another. 